All right. Hi, everybody. Uh, this is our next episode. It's a special edition episode of the Creature Kids podcast. And I am here with Lucy and Abby and a couple of special guests. Uh, this is Grandma Barbara and Grandpa Bubba. There we go. We got some special guests today. Um, we're not going to do our usual format. Uh, instead, we are just going to have a little bit of uh, free conversational fun. Um, we'll just go around the table uh, talking about who or what our favorite cryptid is uh, or mythical beast or whatever you want to call it. And uh, maybe why, if we saw any good movies with them or, or whatnot. Grandma Barbara's making some very fun faces. Okay. Um <laughs> Just just so the newcomers kind of get into the, the vibe, Abby, let's go ahead and have you go first. So, um, favorite cryptid, tell us about it. A mermaid. A mermaid. Why is a mermaid your favorite? Because a lot of people think that they're cute creatures, but I think that they could be dark and scary and they could kill people. Oh my goodness. That's very Greek of you. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds... Have you ever seen uh, any good movies with mermaids? The live-action Peter Pan with oh. the mermaids are there. Are you, oh, yeah, are you talking about the... Uh, talking about Hook? Uh, no, the live-action Peter Pan. Oh, that's right, that's right. That Yeah, that was a good one. That's one of my yeah. favorites. The yeah, they mermaids were, were cool. They were dark and scary. They had long nails, huh? Yeah. I remember that. All right. Okay, so now let's try... Grandma Barbara. Grandma Barbara, hello. Welcome. Hello. First time to the podcast. Thank you. Um, favorite cryptid? Would be a pegasus. A pegasus? Yes. Uh, and explain to our listeners what a pegasus is. A pegasus is a flying horse. A flying horse. Not to be confused with an alicorn, which is... An alicorn is... is... Um, a flying unicorn. A flying unicorn, that's uh, right. That's that has wings. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, why the Pegasus? The Pegasus, I think from since I was young, has always kind of represented freedom. Okay. That you can get on a horse and not only can you ride it, but when it flies you, and you have more freedom up in the air. How did you get introduced to a Pegasus? Probably had to be a show. Um, was that in Clash of the Titans? I want to say Clash yeah. of the Titans might have been one of them. Clash of the Titans is one of those movies where a lot of kids got their first taste of... Uh, of mythology and in a very um, visual way, so I could see that. If cool. I can find it, I have a was very young. Uh, your dad won for me, and uh, when we went to a wow, um, when we went out to a miniature golf, miniature golf. Oh, cool! Uh, in Riverside. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I'll see if I can find that pin, but yeah. I've always loved the flying horse. Flying horse, the Pegasus. Yes. Okay. All right. How about Grandpa Bubba? What do you What do you have for us? What's What What do you consider to be your uh, your top? I don't know. <sighs> hmm. I know you're a big fantasy reader, so yeah, there's there's no. I, that's where I was going with supply. this. Book. I'd have to say a dragon. Dragon, yeah, like the the European dinosaur with wings, or more like the no. Asian serpentine. More like the Asian serpentine yeah, type, cool. you know, worm type thing with wings, and, and maybe not even have wings. 
Because uh, they do have some that don't have wings. And... Yeah. That's really cool. The uh, the Asian dragons that... I know that a lot of them lived in the sky as well as in the water. And, mm -hmm. and so that's that's very cool. You don't see those displayed in uh, in pop culture very much nowadays, huh, girls? No. No. I think the closest they had was, what, Mushu and Mulan? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's exactly the same. And most of the Asian dragons are... A lot bigger than Mushu was. Yeah. I'm reading a book with a cute baby purple dragon in it. Yeah, dragons are still alive and well in, in pop culture. I forgot his name. Uh, so did I. There's some kind of dragon music in the background. It's very adventure -y. I don't. I don't know if the podcast, if the recording will pick it up, but uh, you can definitely hear it over here. Yeah, it's very, uh, very Robin Hood sounding. So where, how did you uh, first, if you remember, how did you first learn about uh, Asian dragons? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm not sure I remember. I know as far as dragons are concerned, probably when I was in the service, I was reading uh, David Eddings. Okay. And he did, he does, uh, did, epic fantasies. And in his writing, and I read all about. It. I mean, he had probably two, three dozen books, and they were all along those lines of magic and, and swordsmanship, almost like Middle Ages type stuff. And there was always a dragon involved. Not always bad, but there was none of them that were what we would call good, where they'd go around helping people. They just might not do anything to them. Okay. But then there were some that would do something to them. Or... Were those dragons depicted sort of like like any other animal, like, you know, families that work together, or were they more individual character driven? They were more individual. Okay. Uh, you know, so I'm thinking sort of along the lines of um, Draco from, uh, what was the name of that movie? Where the dragon uh, shared a piece of his heart with the prince. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, that. yeah. We're all gonna sit around this table, and this will come to us probably towards the very end of the recording. We'll 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 think of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So a bit more like that. So individualistic. Yeah, and, and it just kind of and my interest in them kind of evolved. Uh, I've not read a lot having to do with Asian Asian dragons. I've just seen a lot of their pictures. And to me, they look a lot different than the European style or Mediterranean style, even. Mm, that yeah. I've, uh, seen pictures of. They just impressed me more. Uh, I guess it could be the details that the uh, Chinese and Japanese and, and other Asian countries just put into their, their dragons and their animals in general. And they put them on their buildings and carve a dragon's head for a, a gable end on their houses and stuff like that. Yeah. The Europeans, they, they didn't do that so much with the dragons, but they really loved their gargoyles. Yeah. Put those on everything. Okay. Lucille, are you ready to share what your favorite cryptid is? Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you got for us? A unicorn. A unicorn. I think we all saw that coming. <laughs> really? You like unicorns? I love them. Okay. 
All right. So tell us, tell us a little bit about what you can remember as far as your first uh, learning about unicorns and, and what you like about them. Well, I just watched a video and then I found out that unicorns were real and I was like, unicorns are my new favorite cryptid and I was just all over unicorns so I've got merchandise for every single unicorn thing in the world. And when you say unicorns are real, we discovered that unicorns were what? Just torches. No. <laughs> we talked about this. Marco Polo discovered uh, unicorns and described them as big and smelly and foul beasts. All right. Abby, do you remember what the animal was? It was actually a woolly rhino. The woolly rhino. Woolly That's right. Rhino. I was going to say rhino, but I didn't know woolly. A woolly rhino, Siberian rhino, yeah. That's um, like the woolly cows? Yes, actually. It's very similar to the highland cow. But the uh, the woolly or the Siberian rhino was, uh, what, probably twice the size of a modern rhino with horns that could go up to three and a half, four feet. The size of a bantha? Um, I, Star Wars isn't my forte. I know what banthas are. I'm not sure how big they are. They're a little <laughs> bit taller than horses. Yes, then. Probably roughly the size of a bantha. <laughs> a bantha. Sorry, I have girls that are Star Wars fans, and I'm a Boonta. Trekkie. Me too. Yeah, see? It's called a Boonta. Nothing's called it's a Boonta. Boonta. Boonta sounds like some sort of a weird Oompa Pop band. Boonta. Okay, so uh, Oompa Doompa Doompa Dee Doo, uh, I got another question for you. Okay, um, what? <laughs> what? Uh, so, unicorns are your favorite, all right? Mm-hmm. What... What do you think is a cryptid that is the scariest? Probably... If it were real, if it were real. Probably Ferno Nightcrawler, because they have no taller body than their legs, and they have eyes on their butts. Well, we don't know if they have eyes on their butts. Nobody's ever seen their their butt faces. Or if their butt is their face. Yeah, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> that'd be very unfortunate. Might, it might Maybe. Okay. All right, so Fresno Nightcrawler is your scariest. Uh, Grandma Barbara, what do you think would be, if it were real, what would you think would be the scariest to, to run across un, unsuspectedly? I would say a Sasquatch. Yeah? Because of how big they are. I knew and that because was you up don't before. know how they would react to you if they saw you. And and I only say that because of how we know gorillas are in the wild. And you come upon a gorilla, you don't know what it's going to do. And it's way bigger than you, too. Oh, yeah, are girls. We, no. No. Yeah, she's terrified of the Sasquatch. <laughs> we just did our Sasquatch episode. Do you remember about the size that, that people say they, they could be? Abby, do you remember how tall? Twelve feet. Twelve feet, and oh that my. puts its its uh, its gait, its step distance. Do you that, remember that? That would make it six feet. About Wait, four feet. Twice the feet. size of Dad. That's right. And my biggest—it's wow. an exaggerated step, but still a comfortable step—is about two feet. Right. He ducked down. We call him Harry. I like Harry. That's a great one. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. yeah. If you're listening to this and you have not seen the movie Harry and the Hendersons... You should. Yeah. After this episode, go watch it. Oh, I was going to tell them to pause this episode, but you're telling them just, just go all the way through the episode, then watch the movie. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And if you can, if you can find the old Fox TV series on DVD, watch that too. There was an episode that had uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Great one. Uh, all right. Papa Bubba. Scariest if you ran, ran into it in the middle of the night. I'd have to say a chubacabra. Oh, yeah. Because of all the pictures that I've seen, they've all depicted depicted it as a nasty little creature, kind of like a cross between a wolverine, which takes no prisoners. Wolverines are mean. You come surprise them, they might kill you. Uh, a chubacabra, you might not be able to surprise it because it's hiding and waiting and kind of like a... Not a rattlesnake. They'd let you know they're there, but they definitely could jump out and do some damage before you could do anything. Yeah, about three feet tall. Yeah, that'd be terrifying running to a chupacabra. Kind of like a hide. It's from Wednesday. Yeah, if you've seen Wednesday, yeah, except hides are. I'm pretty sure everybody was about ten feet tall. These are huge. All right, so we got scariest ones. We got uh, Sasquatch, chupacabra, Fresno Nightcrawler. Abigail. What about you? Yeah. Probably the Jersey Devil. Oh, good one. Wow. Poor guy. He gets such a bad rap. The Jersey <laughs> Devil. Why the Jersey Devil? Because he's a devil. He's not a devil. He's just, he's a, he's, <laughs> that's just the name they gave him. Name, yeah. he, just he goes like... Love. That's what he does? Yeah. He's from Jersey, though. <laughs> you know he's got a pompadour. <laughs> Journey and he takes Journey. He's not from Journey. He's not from the band Journey. Although Don't Stop Believing seems fitting for this podcast. No. No? No. So the Jersey Devil. All right. Okay. So. I don't believe you told us your favorite, did you? I did not. I did. All right, I guess. Hey! All right, okay, okay. Skipping over you. I'm sorry, I got excited. We have guests. It's a special episode. Okay, um, my favorite cryptid, um, I'd probably have to say the Sasquatch, the Bigfoot. Uh, I just, I really like the idea of this. Uh, if it's real um, and we can believe, you know, most of the accounts, um, they will defend their territory, but they're fairly peaceful they like to stay to themselves um they seem to be pretty chill in nature you know and i think that that's a, a really cool like like you were saying grandma barbara very similar to gorillas um they'll leave you alone if you stay out of their their area and i and if we can extrapolate sasquatch behavior from gorillas they're family oriented um and i think that's really cool i, I would i would love to think that something like that is out there now so. the scariest the scariest oh boy oh, there's so many to choose from mongolian death worm uh fresno nightcrawlers i think are adorable personally um, they are adorable they are scary it reminds there's, me a lot of there's you there's a very easy way to fake them though well there's, there's a, a, there's a couple of easy ways to fake them sure there's easy ways to fake any cryptid mm -hmm. yeah Although some are easier than others. That's true. Some are easier than others. Um, scariest, I wouldn't say Jersey Devil either. I honestly, as I feel bad for saying this, but I think the Mothman. Not so much because of what it looks like, although, I mean, essentially, it's it's a human-sized moth. It, you know, that's pretty scary. Is it because it 
supposedly chased someone? No, it's not even that. It's it's either warning you that something horrible is about to happen, or it causes something horrible about to happen. And I sort of like Bruno, right? Oh, so yeah. even if it's misunderstood, you at least know something bad is about to go down, and that is terrifying. True. And I feel bad for saying that because I think I think Mothman, much like the Jersey Devil, uh, gets gets a bad rap. He's just doing what he does. Yeah. But um, he was just trying to warn people to get off that bridge. And maybe so. Maybe so he's telling people, hey, man, uh, clear out. Right I now. am wearing the Mothman shirt. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and I, I realized that when I started talking about him. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I think that um, in terms of our first special episode with special guests, uh, special, 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 I think uh, we, had, we had a good conversation. We, we learned a lot about each other and ourselves. And we went on a journey to Jersey. With the Journey, with, with the, the Jersey with, Devil. See, now I can only picture the Jersey Devil wearing like a Journey T-shirt <laughs> and holding like one of your toy microphones. Having, no. Having <laughs> well, I mean, not yours, but one similar. All right. Well, I think that we are going to wrap it up. Um, we had fun. Favorites, scary ones, uh, some interesting stories. And I think it is time to let these girls go and play with their grandma and grandpa. And I am going to go take a nap. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to go take a nap. Me too. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Uh, so for Adam and... Lucy. And... Abby. And... Grandma Barbara. And... Grandpa Bubba. We will uh, see you next time. And until then, remember... There's no such thing as monsters. Bye. Yeah, you guys did great. Uh-huh.